this week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we ask all the questions. Should Harriet Tubman's face be on money? Have you ever met a black archaeologist? And is now a good time for your suicide advice? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Broken, but I'm I'll be sorry. Okay. okay. I'll be okay. Good. I'll be fine. I'll, I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> How are you? Um, I am good. I'm not heartbroken. That's I'm good. Just it's depressed. Just, yeah. Really sucks. But yes, it is better than being heartbroken <laughs> and depressed because mine oh, they never that exist sounds alone. Like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so, shit. No, I'm just standard issue depressed. Oh, okay. So it's good. It's okay. Yeah, I'll be fine. I've been heartbroken before. Mm-hmm. I'll be okay. All right. Yeah. You know. Tell it's not right, but it's okay. I'm going to make we it We doing the house version or what? Way. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, now I want to go to a party. Thank you. Now my heartbreak is cured. Okay. Well, You're such wonderful. a great friend. I, I thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> welcome okay. to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is, is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. All right. <laughs> that was good. That was. I'm proud of you. I like that owl too. It I needed that. I had an owl in a long time. Mm-hmm. Then I've been feeling sad. So like, why the fuck would I be owling? Right. But right. that was like, yeah, it's okay. It's good. a revival. Owl. I just wanted to just randomly owl. I'm okay with that throughout the episode. I think Mm -hmm. that that's cool. Yes. If you'd like to get into the conversation being had on this podcast, we would like for you to use our hashtag. Please. Hashtag T with QJ. I sound like a commercial, right? You do? That was cute, You do. That was really good. Um, You can use it on all of the social medias. You can use it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Insta Stories. Use that hashtag. We'd like to see what you guys are talking about, see what you are saying about our podcast. And we also like to just like pictures and all of that stuff. So... Yeah, that's what the hashtag is for. Use it, use it, use it. Also, other hashtag to use. If you are tweeting this, use the hashtag pod in. You can use that on Instagram also. We're asking you to use this hashtag because it just helps other people find us. Because the T people already use hashtag T with QJ, but the other people use hashtag pod in also. So, like, it just helps people find us and shit. So, convert those other people into Exactly. Also, per usual, we are recording at the Indie Creative Network Studios. You can check out their website, ICN.DJ, for updated content every hour on the hour. They also, you can also book studio time if you are interested in doing a podcast or some shit. Um, It is for us, by us, black content, 24-7. So, definitely check that out. Libations. Can you tell us what libations are? Yes, let's get and, and okay. Give us some libations. Okay. So libations are when Jay and I pour some for the people, places, and things that give us black joy. We pour some for the homies, the ancestors. However you take that, that is what we do here. Whatever, however, whenever. Is that Maxwell? Yeah, but I said it all wrong. You but. did. Because <laughs> it sounded sound happy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I want to pour libations to like a very special listener mm-hmm. who is like really dear to my heart. Yep. His name is Domingo. So hey, Domingo. Hey, boo. So everyone knows that I am being more active and running this five k, which is actually the day that this podcast post is the day that I'll be running the five k. Stop! Is that soon already? Tomorrow, Tuesday. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you running a five k in the middle of the week? 
I don't have to go to work. I don't know. I assume that they all happened on the weekends and that they all happened farther away from today. Get out of here. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that was so yes, fast. Yes, I will mostly be walking. Okay. Because, uh, but right. um, yeah, so I'm That's participated wonderful. in that. That was to raise money for Kids Creative. And Domingo actually left a little nice hefty donation to that. Right, I'm Domingo. really grateful for that. But wait, there is more. So Domingo knows that I will be um, hosting a vision board table at the Carefree Black Girl Cookout via my magazine, Mix Vixen Mag. And Mm -hmm. he donated money towards that. So now I have like money to like buy stuff for the table and like all of these expensive that I would have had to just take care of myself. Um, He actually did, which is grateful because like a few weeks ago I had to return my shit from H&M because it was like... It's more, yes, it's yes. too much month, not I'm enough money. Familiar. So, yes. <laughs> you know, it works out. So I really, really, really appreciate wow. you thinking of me and thinking of the things that I'm trying to do. And, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, it warmed my heart. Right. And that's kind of, um, Domingo is not a white person, but when we talked about last week, um, kind of like re- redistributing redistributing funds Uh reappropriating funds um taking your money and pooling it into black women yeah you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying and just to see him do that regularly yeah um for things that like we need you know what i'm saying like he he doesn't just throw money at our initiatives Mm -hmm. it's like oh i know that you're doing this specific thing thing can i help help you you with with that yes you know and so yeah so i think that that's pretty dope and i think an example of if you are somebody with memes it's very cool to use your money in that way. Yeah. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, so that's dope, yes. yo. Libations to you, Domingo. I, like that I really, really, really appreciate Cool, 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 cool. Speaking of cool shit, I want to libate. We got a few packages this week. Mm-hmm. I've been incredibly busy. So they are in my apartment. We just got them this week. So I haven't brought them to the studio and we haven't opened them yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get those packages. They were about two. And so we will open them and talk about them on the show. So I just yeah. wanted to let the, the listeners who sent those to us let them know we got them and to say thank you. So thank you so much. We'll be sure to mention those um, yeah. in future thank weeks. You. Thank you. I don't know what it is yet, but I like things. So I thank think, you. Yeah, I think we got candles and I think we might have. Oh, I love a candle or something like Jay's that. Jay's a little scared of candles, but I yeah, I have candles. to get a fire extinguisher. I'm not ha- I'm not comfortable having one in my house without a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. But um, but yes, yeah, so I'm gonna get one of those. Yeah. I sh- I, and I'm also not comfortable existing in my apartment without a fire extinguisher. <laughs> so I just have to buy one of those. Um, but my libations this week, I had the pleasure of going to our friends Bag Ladies podcast How live show. How was that? How was it that? Was it looked really good on social media. Amazing. I was in my bed like that looks so much fun. It was amazing. It was so like the energy that you bring yeah. and like the work that you do, whether mm-hmm. it be in your podcast, whatever you do. If you bring that energy and those pure intentions to whatever events you throw, like everybody else is going to feel it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they did it at New Women's Space in Brooklyn. And it was just a nice fucking good low pressure time. Yeah. Everybody was fucking nice. Everybody was happy to fucking be there. Cool. You know, it was um, mostly women. I think I, I think I counted two traditionally male presenting people yeah. there and i don't know if that contributed to the type of energy but maybe it did it's if you if you may, know us you know that i'm saying that it, it did. may have may have perhaps who knows just, just Who a can little, tell? just a little bit um but yeah everybody everybody looked like they were fucking casted to be there <laughs> <laughs> like you have a beautiful bitch of every type here how does this happen 
How did this happen? Oh, gosh. Bad bitches only. It was really a lot to take in, okay? <laughs> Everybody looked fucking flawless. That is dope. Lena and her sisters look like they are they're pod people. Like they look <laughs> no, grown. No, they all have the they're, same face. They, well, they have the same face. Well, but I've only all, met one of her sisters. But no, she, there's another one oh, really? who, yes, they, have, they all have the same face, but they're all like differently beautiful. You know what I'm mm, saying? Like okay. they're all different types of black women. That are exceedingly and astonishingly attractive. It mm-hmm. is distressing. Okay. There was a whole nother one there who was <laughs> mad tall and had like this whole curly afro situation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you look like a whole different type of sister. <laughs> and but you all still look they're pod people. I'm telling you, they were created and like handcrafted by God or something well, like that. People try to say Afro Latinas don't exist. <laughs> So right. maybe, maybe, maybe they're just maybe fucking they pod, pod people. people. You're right. It's not no. real. Everybody there was mad attractive. It was stressful. Everybody was mad nice. It was great. And Bag Ladies put on an amazing show. Um, they did not record it. So mm-hmm. if you missed it, you missed, you missed it. it. But it was just good vibes, good energy. That's cool. At the end, I wanted to take a group picture, but I didn't want to. You know how we have to be quiet when we go places because we don't know how to act. We do not. We think we think it's ours. Whatever it is, we think it's ours. We take it no. Right, right, right. So the whole time, you know, I like to talk through yes, shit. So I'm, yeah. I'm doing that already a little bit. So I was like, let me just. There are several. I, I, every community. Every Every time I speak, please know that there were 40 times when I told myself, okay, don't say nothing. <laughs> don't say nothing. <laughs> that is us. <laughs> right. No, I remember we was at the in the whole rap, oh, in, in uh-huh. the whole uprising show. And right. it was like, it's not yours. Don't this say nothing. This is not your show. Don't shut up. But when you're a podcaster, you talk. Right. So you don't know how yes. to shut the fuck up. And it'd be our friends. So we just be excited. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, at the end, I wanted to get everybody together for a group picture. But I already knew I was going to boss people around to take other pictures. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let me let, let me let this rock. If they wanted to do this, they, they would have done, done it. This. But no, next time I'm gonna do it. Everybody <laughs> was so cute. Everybody was so cute. Oh, I'm hilarious. like, nah, we need a group picture. Oh, we need a group picture. But yeah, so that was wonderful. I had an amazing time. Thanks for having me. And then I hung out with um mm-hmm. the inner hoes words of inner uprising and that was fucking dope i had a lovely fucking day yo podcast day i did and i don't be wanting to go outside i never want to go outside yeah i don't be wanting to so i don't want to go there right (laughs) that'd be me looking out the window i don't want to go outside (laughs) yes yes i had all of those feelings but it was nice to get there and be like okay this is, doesn't feel like work that's good this is nice and i expected it to be nice but you know when you have anxiety and even a nice time can turn into like oh my gosh mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't that yeah, it was super that's cool that's great that's great yeah so libations to the bag ladies i also want to libate podcast brothers i didn't get to see their live show because it was mm-hmm. happening the same time as bag ladies uh, yeah. so i wanted to libate them they did an amazing job from what i saw on social media uh-huh. and i got to hang out i had a whole fucking podcast weekend yeah. the night before i hung out with avery of people talk daily that's her mm-hmm. at on twitter Jaden, the great Jaden, that's his ad on Twitter, and Danny of at Danny and Cleo. Um, they have a podcast. Danny and Cleo have a podcast, but I hung out with Danny, and it was good. That's cool. It was nice. Yeah, I, I had never met Jaden before, and then Avery and Danny I had only met in passing at Pod and Live yeah. NYC. So mm-hmm. it was nice to like sit down for a second, talk about podcasting, yeah. which I could do for fucking hours. So it was it that's was cool. super cool. Yeah, and I like I don't like people, even though I look like I like people. So it was nice to like not be sitting with a bunch of fucking weirdos you know what i'm saying it's always you always run the risk of sitting with some fucking weirdos so thank you guys um thank all of you for not being fucking weirdos and for being super (laughs) super kind and um 
for having good conversation and not being a fucking weirdo. Thank oh, you God. for that. Libations that's- to that. <laughs> libations to that. Oh, that's pretty dope. I like your libations. Yes, thank you. So I'm going to get into how you can donate to this podcast. Give us your fucking money. <laughs> So if you want to help sustain this podcast, if you want to help with the progression of this podcast, we're just asking for a little something, something, a little donation, you know. Um, you can do that by going to twithqueenandj.com, hit our donation tab, and there we have two options. Two! The options are PayPal and our Patreon. But PayPal, choose the amount you want to donate, and you can do that. It's a one-time, one-time thing, no commitment, and any of those things. You could come many times if you want to, because we like that, <laughs> and we welcome that. <laughs> You just don't have to commit. You know, you can hit it a few times. All right. (laughs) And then we have our Patreon. And our Patreon is where we're asking for a little bit of commitment. We're asking for all of our listeners, every last one of you motherfuckers, right? Mm -hmm. To give two, two dollars. That's it. Two dollars. Two dollars a month is equal to $24 a year, right? Mm -hmm. That is like less than a New York City Metro card, I think. Um, uh, for the I don't know how much a weekly. Metro I don't know how much card. weekly I have to buy, is, have to buy a monthly. Month. Listen, whatever is less than it's less than that. But it's for the year. Yes, it's less than the monthly metric card. Okay, this is a weird it. example, anyway, but it's just so. two dollars a month, twenty four dollars a year. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is you're paying more a month to ride a train than you're paying to enjoy this dope ass weekly ass podcast. True, that's what I'm saying. That's in New York language though. I don't know what the fuck y'all use it, in other it states. It really is, but specific right mm-hmm. but we're just asking for two dollars you could get more or less if you want if you need we understand that everybody has different financial situations so we are cool with that but those two things you can do on our donation page our donation tab on our website tea with queen and j dot com dot com that's right so we actually got some donations this week our patreon donations came we got new patrons yes we have ashley we have the homie drew who last time i saw drew i like run into him in passing and we're always like we gotta we gotta meet up we gotta do brunch i just spilled hot tea on my teddy are you all right i'll survive i'm heartbroken i don't feel shit the nipple or has it did it graze the nipple is it dripping like right at the oh okay okay. this part near my heart my broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your poor broken heart. Yes, Drew, we have to connect. But thank you so much for donating to my podcast. I appreciate Thanks, you Drew. listening. Yeah, Drew left a message somewhere. Thank you so much, Drew. I did read it and I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to my podcast and for supporting us and for being generally supportive. Mm-hmm. He's like supported other stuff of mine in the past. So yeah, thank you for that. That's cool. Supportive friends are dope. Yes. They're dope. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So thank you so much, Drew. Other patrons this month are Sadie. Sadie is my coworker. Hey, I was Sadie. Sa- she actually was like, "Oh yeah, I need to do, I need to be your patron," and she did it. Nice. But I, she said it to me, and I was like, "Okay, girl," and went on with my life because mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. Right, and then when right. I saw it, I was like, "I know you." She was like, "I fucking did it right next to you." That's hilarious. Like, oh, all right. So thanks, Sadie. Thank you, Sadie. Um, Virginia, who I think has hit us up on the PayPal before. Thank you so much, Virginia. Deborah hit us off on the Patreon and wendy up their pledge so thank you so much thank wendy. You. thank you everybody we really appreciate you did you want to do our paypal yes donations i will get into our week? paypal so we got a paypal donation from christopher recurring homie recurring homie um dropped some in the, in the collection plate a few times and we appreciate it this time he left us a note and he says someone lost 20 dollars at the laundromat yesterday <laughs> so i'm passing it along in anticipation of juneteenth yes. hope y'all are doing well 
and then a heart emoji. Thank you for Thank that, you, Christopher. Christopher. Thank you so much. I had never found $20 and was like, you know what? This is for somebody else. And then gave it to somebody <laughs> else. That's fucking dope. That's funny. Thank you, Christopher. That's one day awesome. I'm going to be like you. Yes, that's wonderful. I'm Thanks, too, Christopher. Too poor right now, but one day. All right. We also got a PayPal donation from the homie Justin from Latinos Who Lunch podcast. That's actually Fabi Five. Oh. I was listening to them this morning. Oh, yeah. Yes. Podcast. Justin says, thank you for your podcast. Your work is so important, informative, and funny. Consensual hugs, Justin. I Bobby. love, I like Bobby that Bobby consensual Bobby. hug. Yes. That thank you good. so much. I, please check out their podcast, it's, Latinos Who Lunch. Yeah. I thought I wouldn't need it in my life, but I do. Only because really I have good. so many podcasts that I listen to. Yeah. When when I, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I listen to because I met him at um, a brunch that Barry from Podcast yeah. and Color was having. And I'm like, of course, I've met you. I'm going to listen to your podcast. Um, but yeah, just it became fucking essential. I'm yeah, like, it's, oh, it's really fucking I need good. This. It's informative. They're based in Las Vegas. Favi is an artist. Babalito is a professor. And I think his focus also might be something artistic, but I'm not certain. But anyway, they're talking about shit that I don't think about and I don't consider. Exactly. And uh, it's I, a perspective that I yes, don't live in at yes. all. So I learn every time I listen. Right. I fucks with that podcast. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really good. And then they say what they ate for lunch. Which I look forward to hearing about. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I do too. That's why today I was like, I'm going to make sure I drink tea. Yeah, because right. I look forward to hearing about what they eat for lunch. Yeah. Maybe people care about what tea I'm drinking. No, I appreciate them. So, so I appreciate them. Too. And I appreciate the way in which, the ways in which they use their privilege mm-hmm. as lighter skinned to some white presenting Latinx folks. Yeah. And I appreciate the way that they talk about their own marginalization and experiences um, as gay men and as Latinx men. Yeah. It's really it's yeah, dope. They do. It's really. It's I good. Y'all better listen to that shit. Yeah. Check it out. We'll put the link to um, their latest episode in the show notes. We'll yeah, do that. Yeah, let's do that. And um, we also got donations for our Juneteenth celebration that's yeah. coming up. A few of you who are coming also hit the donation tab on the Eventbrite. And so we have donations from Jassy. Ray, is it Ray or Re? Or Rhea. I was saying Rhea. Okay. And we mentioned Ishoke last week, but I was throwing around podcasts, other people who had like donated and had podcasts and stuff. And I mentioned that Ishoke had been on our podcast before, but I failed to mention that she has a podcast. Yes, Ishoke also has a podcast called Cheers and Queers. And it's fucking dope. They sit around, they drink, and um, they talk about queer shit. Yeah. And they talk about shit that's not so queer from a queer perspective. And so exactly. I like that shit. Be sure to check it out. Be sure to listen to it. I'll put the link to their latest episode in the show notes as well. This is just going to be a fucking podcast linked motherfucking episode. So that'll be that. So, like Jay said, we got donations for our Juneteenth party, and there is still time for you to RSVP for our annual Juneteenth celebration. That's right. Um, this show posts on a Tuesday, so you still have one more week from, if you're listening to this on the Tuesday, you still have one more week, June 19th, to come party with us. That's right. Celebrate black joy, celebrate black freedom. Do you want to tell them what Juneteenth is, if they don't already know? Yeah, so Juneteenth is the day that a certain group of slaves in Texas finally got word that they were free. We know that that happened all across the country, where years after emancipation, um, slaves still hadn't heard that, that they, they were, were free. free. They hadn't been told. And so... This is to celebrate that. And it's the yeah. ho- the only known holiday or the first known black American holiday, number one, and the first known black American holiday that celebrates our freedom, freedom. from slavery, our freedom. Our independence. Day. Right, right. And so much of our narrative is, uh, I think, about our bondage. Yeah. And mm-hmm. our experience as slaves. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
there are Indo- I don't feel free on Independence Day. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that um, we recognize Juneteenth. And that's why we celebrate it every year. Word, because word. we want to make it a thing. Like, yes. there's people who still don't know, like, what that is. Yeah, and, exactly. and that's not by accident. We did a podcast a while ago that kind of talked about kind of the squashing of a those celebrations. Bit, yeah. And so we want to make sure that we bring that back. At least here in NYC, we want to make sure that we're doing our part to make that, like, a fun yeah. And at least event. with this podcast, maybe June, this is the first time you're hearing the word Juneteenth, or look into it so even if you're not in new york this, we're still spreading it we, we, right. need, we need more people fucking with juneteenth that's right so as queen said you have one more week to rsvp we are almost sold out so mm-hmm. please be sure well rsvps are almost closed it's a free event yeah please be sure to rsvp we just want you to come hang out with us have a drink have some water and, do whatever and, and, what? and the first 50 guests to come get a free drink that's right so a free drink mm-hmm. free free event mm-hmm. black freedom that's right like, Tuesday, 6 to 10 p.m., June 19th, RSVP. Turn down for what? I like that. You ready to get into the show? Yeah, let's get into the show. I am ready. Guess that's why I'm here. All right. This is our Spotted Tea episode. Spotted Tea episodes are episodes that are more freeform. We don't do all of the segments because they take way more editing. And as you know, me and Jay do this shit on our own. So this mm-hmm. makes it so that we can be a weekly podcast. We started out bi-weekly, and this is our way of making it weekly. Um, so, yes, spotty tea episode. Let's go. That's right. What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking black tea because I'm tired as fuck, and I need some caffeine, and I don't like coffee. All right. I support it. I am actually drinking tea because um, I already <laughs> drank my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I need that much caffeine. So I'm drinking an Earl Grey, and it's actually fucking delicious. I haven't had an Earl Grey in a while. Okay. I was very, very uh, surprised at how invigorating it was. <laughs> you were. She stepped in and was like, that's delicious. I, I like, needed it. What the fuck? I really, really did. What are your pronouns? My pronouns are she and her. What are your pronouns? Mine are she, her, they. Okay. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? I affirm for myself. I'm a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. That I am enough. Mm-hmm. And that I will not stab this person who broke my heart. Okay. Yeah. I like it. That's what I affirm. All right. These are good affirmations. (laughs) I affirm, as usual, that I am not a lady. Mm -hmm. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that I'm cute because I've been feeling (laughs) butt ugly lately. I like that affirmation. Yeah. I've been feeling like I need a lot of things need to be done. Um, You're cute. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So yes, I affirm that I'm cute and I affirm that I'm financially stable and abundantly healthy and wealthy. I like that. Yes. I really like that. I think I want to write that somewhere. Ooh. Yeah, it's a good. Cool. Good it's a good, shit. It's a good one to see every day. Yes. You know? Yes. So recently, we don't we don't we almost never talk about um this person. But and we're not really going to talk about them Mm -hmm. today, but just in passing, (laughs) Kim Kardashian recently went to the White House to talk to Cheese Cracker, Mm -hmm. also Um, known as, I guess, y'all's president. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Went to talk to (laughs) went to talk to our current president, the current president of um, this country. What's crazy this weekend? I was like. Donald Trump is the president, and I just was dying laughing for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like... ridiculous. I was listening to the black guy who tips, and he was saying, "Nah, fuck that. He's gonna say President Trump because he wants to remind every motherfucker that that shit that really happened. That happened. Yo. This is that real. happened. Like... This is real. That's the president. 
And I literally, I was literally yeah. laughing for like ten uh-huh. minutes. Motherfuckers made that shit happen. Um, fifty three. Yeah. So Kim Kardashian. Kim Card. Wait. Oh yes. Yes. Fifty three. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. Kim Kardashian went to the White House to talk to the current president about releasing Alice Marie Johnson from jail. I, I'm not certain on her story, but I believe that she was like a nonviolent um, first time drug offender. Okay. I think. And yeah. somehow ended up with life. I'm not sure of the details of that story. Um, I don't know the details either, but it sounds like America. Right. <laughs> I don't like, I, honestly, I don't feel like I need to know the details. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. We talk about shit like that all you the right. time. We talk about the ways in which women get in jail, get I arrested. Don't, I don't need any, I don't need any um, quotations, nothing. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Let her out. Yep. That's it. Yep. Let her out. She was 63 years old and in jail for life. So she, um, Kim Kardashian. And she was how old? 63. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Kim Kardashian. That's someone I'm related to age, but I can't say it because they'll stab me. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think we're all related to somebody who's 63, at least one person. But yeah. So. Rhymes with um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so Alice Marie Johnson was released, which I think is wonderful. Yes. And that's one less black woman in jail for too long yeah so that's an awesome thing that's taking place so we celebrate alice marie johnson we celebrate her freedom and the reason why we're talking about this it was because there was a lot of i think controversy surrounding um kim kardashian going to the white house and then there were various pockets of folks who were like celebrating her which i think i think it's okay to say okay great and like move the fuck on but i think there were people who were like celebrating her like she was a second coming she ain't rosa parks right you know like right right and i think for me and something that um so amber j phillips tweeted just a reminder to everybody that organizations have been doing this working to get black women and and working to get black people who are overly incarcerated who are heavily sentenced yes um sentenced much heavier than white folks as we talked about on this show in the past there are organizations who work to do that type of shit every day you can get a woman out of jail for 50 bucks you know what i'm saying there are folks incarcerated you don't gotta go to dc that's right that's right from your own living room that's right there are folks incarcerated who are just there because they can't make bail yeah and they're just waiting Mm -hmm. people who could be innocent you yeah. know what I'm saying? Who are just sitting in jail because they can't make bail. People who, by what the justice system says, are innocent. Because yes, you're innocent until right. proven guilty. That's right. But they're but sitting, they're sitting in, in jail because they can't afford bail. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to bring that to everybody's attention. And, bring and that talk to the about forefront, right? right, right. And talk about National Black Mamas Bailout Day, which mm-hmm. we've talked about on this podcast before, where you can donate. Um, and basically what they do is they help get women out of jail mm-hmm. they help pay their bail yeah um so money is raised to do that there are organizations throughout the country who you can actually if you go to no more money bail if you go to that web no more money org, if you go to that website you there's a toolkit there if you want to start an organization in your city if you want to start a collective and raise money in your town and actually get women out of jail in your town and also i kind of wanted to talk about the notion that like i feel like there are a lot of people and oftentimes celebrities with money 
and we talked about this um during our trip to south by southwest when yeah. we did that round table yeah who are not connecting with people on the ground yeah right so they'll mm-hmm. have an idea they'll see a need in the community or in the country or whatever and they'll say oh we need to feed the homeless we yeah. need to educate these people or we need to send kids to school or some shit yeah and without doing the research to see who's on the ground doing the work and what do those people need. And what can you add to what yes. they're already doing. Exactly. You think that you have this bright idea mm-hmm. and that you um, are the second coming of Jesus. That's right. And you're like bringing this new thing that no one in that space could ever thought to ever Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Yeah. And so instead of collaborating with people on the ground, instead of like... Yeah, doing the research. Yeah. The, the assumption is that people of color, we don't know what to do with our communities people and in our color, communities. People of color, people who are of low income don't know how to do anything. And don't want we to. We need someone else to do it. And right. For us to be enlightened and be like, oh. And be saved. Yeah, we mm-hmm. need to be saved. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, like, um, we are doing the things right. in those spaces. Yeah, I also wanted to add that. I know we didn't say we were going to talk about this. I also saw a lot of black men kind of down in Beyonce because of this. Okay. It's it's funny because I actually want to run over there and fight you. I'm so upset at this. I didn't know that because I was offline. Yeah, I should have stayed offline too. But yeah, and it's just like, do your Googles, do your research, or like just shut up. I just didn't understand the insistence on um, making these women battle or like like what what were they saying that beyonce has not done this yeah okay well beyonce don't want to sit with trump she'd rather just give her money to black Lives Matter as activists you know what right. i mean like there's other ways that you can do, there's many ways to act to be an activist mm-hmm. that's one two you obviously don't follow anything about beyonce Nothing. like not a damn fucking Nothing. thing if you said that since it's on loud or maybe you're just like a fucking troll or whatever mm-hmm. um so yeah i did see a lot of that too and, and then- not only has jay-z who is family intimately with beyonce not only has yeah. he done <laughs> not only has he stop bringing him around stop bringing him around but side i just note, invited you beyonce i do well, not want to hang out with him that that too but not only has he um been vocal about mass incarceration and Did trying he? to invoke policy yeah. to end that shit mm-hmm. he's put his money behind that yes they've put their money into this thing they've into done organizations that, that yes. do these that bailout do things the work. they found the people who do yes. the work and then they just gave them their money yes because it doesn't have to be giving and supporting doesn't have to be some sort of demonstrative act yeah it doesn't, it doesn't. have to be look at me this is what i'm doing this is what i'm scheduled <laughs> look to what do. i could do look what i could do look what i could do yeah it doesn't have to be that you can quietly support the organizations the um issues that you believe in and a lot of people do that shit and it makes uh, to me like i know if i ever become rich i think that's the way i would do it because then that's mm-hmm. the way i can continue doing it right people are probably not gonna fuck with it, my money right if they don't know i'm where i'm funneling it mm-hmm. funneling it too not to mention also it goes back to not having to start your own shit you don't need to start your own fund no you don't need to start your own organization and tack your name on top of but it you don't, yeah. who is this about there's mad every every community got a black auntie that has her own organization every year <laughs> it's funny that you say this because mm-hmm. her husband mm-hmm. no what? kim kardashian's husband mm-hmm. there was an organization <laughs> right named that after too. his mother That's that has some fucked up situation so right. it was like there's literally there's literally a a space or a place mm-hmm. where they could have contributed money and i don't yeah. you contribute money how you want so mm-hmm. i'm not policing that mm-hmm. but like 
there literally was a place yeah. for that. Yeah, there's a black auntie every holiday. She stand at my subway station giving out flyers for collecting like toys for kids all the time. It's a black auntie everywhere standing on their feet. That if it would be nice if you are a person of means who has funds instead of starting your own shit or instead of like fucking reinventing the wheel, wheel? or some shit. Yes, contribute to that black auntie. Exactly. Get help that black auntie get staff. Help that black auntie get the resources that she needs to hire somebody to use the fucking internet. Exactly. You understand so what I'm saying? Have so she don't have to stand at fucking 86 in Lexington mm-hmm. handing out flyers yes, and shit. Yes, exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So like, She's still going to do that. She's still going to fucking school, do it and she but thinks she doesn't that's how you get results. Anymore. Right. She doesn't she have, doesn't to, have to She'll see the results and maybe at some point if there are, if, if, it, if what Black Auntie is doing turns into an organization, maybe she'll feel like one day I don't have, have to, to stand do. here. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It also reminds me of when we talk about, when people critique Black Lives Matter and talk about the gun violence that happens within our communities as to, well, why don't we focus on this? Why don't we focus on the black people who are killing one another or whatever? It's, it to me, it, it's reminding me that there are people who don't know what we're doing. Yeah, they don't. They don't do the research. They don't look it up. Because again, there's always a black auntie. There's always a community organization that is doing, doing that, that work. That's it, working on that it shit. All, it doesn't tell you that they don't. No, it also tells you that they don't care. Right. Because if you cared, usually when it's like like you passionately care about something, mm-hmm. you, you look into it. Like yeah. I don't know anyone who thinks something that they care about and then just leaves it mm-hmm. as a thought like you mm-hmm. don't care you just right. want to fucking talk about somebody right. like right. i'd rather you just sit in front of the building and talk about the girl who walked by rather than talk about gun gun violence within our communities mm-hmm. versus the whole black lives matter right. thing you know right. they don't fucking care and you know what it's okay for you to not care mm-hmm. i'm okay with you not caring but i want you to shut the fuck up about it mm-hmm. that'll be more helpful you know that be, would be cute yeah Noise pollution. I don't need definitely, that shit. Definitely. So cheers to Alice Marie Johnson for getting out. High five to Kim Kardashian to go in and talk to her friend to get this woman out of jail. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice if as a woman who consistently mirrors the image of black women, yes. both with herself and her family, it would be nice if she did more for the community that she's taken so much from. Mm-hmm. It's nice that she got this one woman out of jail. But there's there's more that could be done. And there's more that she owes. She owes mad shit. She owes. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, you owe. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was nice. That was nice for... What's the woman's name? Alice Marie Johnson. That was nice for Alice Marie Johnson. But, like, I don't give a fuck him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'm happy for Alice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care that you fucking did that right. shit. Um, because presidents pardon people all the time. or You know, whatever, all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you actively you know i don't know how active she was or like how and how influential she was in that mm. you know i mean I she mean? might have been that's her little friend so she went she <laughs> talked to her little friend and got somebody that is her husband friend that's right you right yeah so that is so right i keep forgetting yeah i mean it's probably her her um her mom jenner's friend yeah that's that's also, her friend you know what i'm saying yeah. that's her parents friends mm-hmm. so it's that's this true is, yeah um so perhaps, yeah, that perhaps that was all her. But also, you owe. You owe. Pay what you owe. You owe. Pay what you owe. You owe. And please do the work on the ground and don't spend your time like she was shitting on Rhymefest. Yeah. Who runs Kanye's mom's organization. Yeah. 
Don't spend your time shitting on people who actually have their feet on the ground doing doing stuff. the work. It's counterproductive, it you is know, extremely. and it, it really it centers yourself instead of centering like what we do as a community. But also, you have to learn that word community. She don't, what what? Yeah, she only knows white supremacist capitalism. Yeah, as usual, we'll put the links to um, no more money bailout dot org because the goal is, of course, to end money bailouts. Yes, because it's ruining our communities. It really, it really is. There are. The amount of people who are waiting for a trial mm-hmm. um, with because they can't afford bail is like astronomical. Yeah. Every every day, it's on the website, every day an average of 700,000 people are condemned to local jails and separated from their families. A majority of them are there simply because they cannot, they cannot afford to pay bail. The organizations involved in the national bailout are working to end money bail and in the meantime get as many people out of cages and back to their families as we can. On a lighter note, that's going to prove to not be so light, but then still be kind of light. <laughs> On a lighter note, it's a fun... Um, wait, I don't know the premise of the film. I don't know why I'm calling it fun. But I am excited. I am excited for a film about continental African black queers. Yes. So yes. get into there that. You, there you go. There you go. Hit us with that. So the movie Rafiki... Um, Rafiki actually means friend, I guess, in this Ken- Kenyan language. I don't know the name of the language. They don't say. Okay. Um, Oh, that's nice. You my Rafiki. Okay. <laughs> Me's friend. You're supposed to feel special about that. Well, we're still unsure. I'm talking Is about the word Rafiki. S- it just, okay. It means friend. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get into the movie yet. Got it. Just, you know, forget it. You're not my Rafiki. Okay. All right. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Rafiki is a film that is a drama film directed by Wanari Kahiu. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, It's inspired by a Ugandan by Ugandan woman, Monica Arakde Nieko. She had a 2007 Kane Prize winning short story called Jambula Tree. And that's how it became, it later became this movie. So the movie is about the story of a friendship and a tender love that grows between two young women. So it's a love story. That's cool. Their names are Kenya and Ziki. And it's a very political film because in Kenya it is illegal to be queer. In Kenya, um gay sex is punishable by fourteen years in jail. Fourteen years. Yes. Mm. I would be in jail a lot. <laughs> 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 yes. So yeah, so the film debuted at Cannes Cannes Festival actually earlier this year. And you know it's it's just breaking ground. It's mm-hmm. like to see queer, like you said, queer continental African women in a movie is mm-hmm. like groundbreaking, right. groundbreaking. Unfortunately, the movie is banned in Kenya, mm-hmm. and if you possess this movie, right. you can go to jail also. Mm. So you can't even own this movie in Kenya. Um, and it's 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 kind of twisted that one of the first movies released from Kenya to go to Cannes Festival mm-hmm. is also a movie that is banned right. from that country mm-hmm. because of their views on queerness. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's just like a smear on the, the, the history yeah. as far as queerness and Kenya. Because mm-hmm. the first movie ever and from this country mm-hmm. and Cannes Festival mm-hmm. is this movie that none of us can see and access. You know, it's just, yeah. you know, it's like really, yeah. really, really and strange. And it's probably, it's going to help um, break down yeah, boundaries definitely and will. barriers. Yes, yeah, So totally. that's a good thing. I also wanted to give a quick. I've been hearing about it too. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot. 
Right. So I think it means I'm- I want to give a quick libation to Wahito83 on Instagram, our Instagram friend. Um, like Queen says, she had heard about the film before, but Wahito hit us up and said, Hello, friends. If you could please give this amazing pioneer a shout out on your podcast, Wanuri Kahoot. Kahiyu, you said the name before, yeah. I believe, is an amazing Kenyan filmmaker who, if you haven't heard about her, first gained international recognition at 2010 Sundance with Punzi. Rafiki is a beautiful coming-of-age story centering two queer women in Kenya. Yes, that's Kenya in Africa with neo-colonial outwardly homophobic laws that helped ban this film from the entire country. Yeah. This film is absolutely historic. So I want to make sure we gave a libation and a thank you to Wahito83 on Instagram. Thank yeah, you for word, sending word, us word, that word, note. Word. Yeah, it's, um, it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that there are still places where... And in the U.S., there's still lots of... Don't we have laws in the, in different countries in the U.S. still about um, sodomy? Different states, some, you mean? Yes, thank you. Don't we have some um, anti- Yeah, mm-hmm. totally, 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 totally. Um, so, yes, we have a really long way to go. Like, really long way to go. But I'm excited about this movie and what it means and what it means for continental Africans. Because mm-hmm. that is... Kenyans a, in particular. Yeah, Kenyans probably, in particular. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure this is making conversation in other mm-hmm. countries. And right. And on the continent mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. because, um, yeah. Okay, I guess it's time for a break. Let's take a break. Okay. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money! <laughs> do you know what this year is? Um, what's this year? Well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like... Giving black women your money. Yes. Give black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, yo. Okay, okay. So So. how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh, yes. Yes. We do this dope-ass Women's Race Nerd podcast every motherfucking week. Every week. Sometimes um, twice a week. Yeah, yo. (laughs) And we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, We definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website... TeamsQueenandJay.com Hit that donate tab mm-hmm. And we have two options there so you Two Two You become a patron Or you can just donate through PayPal yep. You choose We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right On how you give us money That's right If you want to donate via Patreon We're asking all of our listeners To break us off $2 a month That's $24 a year And if everybody who listens Does that shit We will have everything That we need to do Everything we want to do For this podcast Everything And if you love us so much That you want to break us off A one time donation A multiple time donation Or if you don't like The the once a month Kind of system You can go to our PayPal And give us any amount of money We will take that shit We will love that shit We will appreciate that shit We will shit. use that shit That's right So once again TeaWithQueenAndJay.com Hit the donate tab And choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black i am black all right in more news about people we don't want to fucking talk about oh the gods yeah so back to the cheese cracker otherwise known as uh president drum for whatever we don't it's like a curse we don't want to say it here so that person supposedly president i need a new lace front that guy right so <laughs> supposedly under his administration the um remember they were gonna put they were gonna change the bills the faces on our money on yeah. u.s currency uh so one of those options was to put harriet tubman's face on a 20 dollar bill what i had heard was that 
they were no longer doing that under the Trump administration. I did some research and supposedly the Trump administration has, this is according to Fortune magazine, the Trump administration, wait, is it Fortune magazine? The Trump administration has significantly delayed the rollout of the new bills, ensuring that Andrew Jackson will be around at least six years longer than planned. So what they wanted to do initially was roll out these new bills in 2020, which was 100 years, which is 100 years after women earned the right to vote. So that's what it says in this article. T with Queen and Jay just want to know that's 100 years after white women got white the right to vote. Women, so they keep trying to associate Yay. like black women with, with this kind of fuckery. And like it's not true. This is not that would not be that that putting Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill 100 years after white women got the right to vote. That's not a celebration of black women. Yeah. And you're erasing black women because yes. that is not the truth. That's not for black happened. women that that's is not, not how it went down Mm-mm. um so there's that issue which I, I saw i didn't know that that's what they were planning to do i just saw that I in this article either. yeah so the goal for that was to happen in 2020 now it's supposedly not going to happen until at least um 2026 they also wanted to put make a five dollar bill featuring martin luther king jr what? this shit gets more and more egregious what the fuck and, you don't want to be on your dirty fucking money hello there's that plot twist um <laughs> Beyond tw- Tubman's $20 bill, women's rights icons Alice Paul and Marianne Anderson were also to appear, to appear on the back of the $10 bill. So just as Queen said, plot twist, keep us off your fucking money, you yo. This is the same, shit. this money that you want to put Harriet Tubman's face on, this is the same money that was used to enslave black people, to you, enslave you gain, us. You gain this capital while enslaving me. Off the backs of slaves. That's how you gain this capital, yes. one. And two, you won't reparate me. Mm-hmm. You won't even give me that That's shit. Right. That's right. So, honor us for real. Honor us for real. Yeah. Don't, we don't, we don't, we don't need that. Nah, we, we don't good. need that. So keep us off your white supremacist patriarchal fucking currency. And I think that there is something in terms of image activism. I think there is something to the idea and the concept of seeing black images and seeing the images of black women in places. Mm-hmm. And I think the impact of white men on our money is toxic and significant, mm-hmm. but also the impact of what that money represents is what we need not to be forgotten. Exactly. And so that's why we sit here and we talk about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism every day and what that money represents and how we use that money in this country. Mm-hmm. And let's not pretend that it's not what it is yeah. by putting the faces of black women and Dr. King of all people on we don't, this currency. We don't want your band-aids. Like you can't no. even fully address the history of this country Mm -hmm. you want us to not talk about it you know what i mean so to put harriet tubman or martin luther king on money is just going to do what you did to martin luther king Mm -hmm. make him this thing that is completely opposite from who he actually was and who he actually represented Mm -hmm. and what he was actually fighting for Mm -hmm. like I'm at the point where in my adult life, I've read more of his speeches and I'm like, that I have a dream speech was, it was all right. Mm-hmm. But he had to, was saying some popping shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, no, you're watering down our history mm-hmm. like completely. Right. And by putting our imagery on something is just a way to pacify and make us think that progress is happening and it is not. Mm-hmm. Black women are still paid 68 cents to every white man's fucking dollar. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on your fucking money. Right. Give me give me my money. Mm-hmm. Then we can maybe talk about that shit, but that's not what's happening. So if yeah. you actually want black women to have money or to be a part of currency, mm-hmm. then give us the fucking currency. Right. Like, come right. on. Right. 
um, yeah, so cut the shit with that. And also, we want to give libations to Feminista Jones for being one of the first people to kind of talk about yes. why um, Harriet Tubman should not be on a $20 bill. And how it's disrespectful to black women. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So cut the shit. If I can find her thread of tweets on that. Um, she wrote, she wrote, wrote something. Okay, I feel cool. like we put it on our Facebook page a long time Sweet. ago. So yeah. we'll probably look for that and put mm-hmm. that piece in the show notes. It was it was really good and Definitely. actually helped influence my... I knew I didn't like it, mm-hmm. but she, that article she wrote influenced me. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah there and go. it goes back to us being excited for scraps, being excited yeah. for them doing to... Being excited throwing to you be... Bones. Throwing us bones and being excited to be white supremacists, right? I don't want exactly. freedom. When, I, when we talk about like which is a part of why we don't really say equality on this show a mm-hmm. lot. I don't want what white folks have in this country mm-hmm. because what they have is supremacy. Yeah. I don't want that. Exactly. I want everybody to calm the fuck down. Exactly. Okay. And I want us, I want equal personhood. Yeah. That's what I want. I don't want, if equality is me um, being treated with white privilege Okay, because really there's not enough of that to go around. Yeah. Because white privilege and white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, somebody has to be on the bottom. So I don't want that shit. Yeah, and then it's and then like, you know, I'm into like math and shit. But like you don't equality is not sameness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just I just want the opportunities. But yeah. I don't want to be that white woman over there. Right. That's not what we're working right. for. We want freedom. Mm-hmm. Just wanna be free. Yes. And I want to I want everyone to be free. Yes. Like, and I want to dismantle and burn down white yes, supremacy. Yes, that needs so to be I thrown can't, away. I can't dismantle that shit and burn it down if, if I'm striving to become exactly. a fucking white supremacist. And you also cannot, capitalist. you cannot be free if that is still existing. Yep. You, you just can't. Mm-hmm. It has to be gone. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. 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 Down with so, that shit. Fuck that. I'm happy that it's been postponed to 2026. Uh, maybe by then we'll have burned down some more of this white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. Jay will have her ext- fire extinguisher then. So I will yeah. have my fire extinguisher She'll be ready. in my apartment She'll be ready. or home or bunker wherever we're living <laughs> by then. Um, and I will be ready for the fire and the flames. Okay. Fire, flame, flame, fire, flame. <laughs> Is that little Wayne? Yes. <laughs> that video i remember that oh, video i'm God. like why do we need this profile yeah, I was angle like, this, this ain't stupid. doing nobody things. yeah i was like what is this doing yeah glad we had the same feeling about that we did we did so we got t-mail this week you ready to get into that shit yes let's get into it. if you want to send us t-mail you can do that by emailing us at tea with queen and jay at gmail.com and you know hit us with some questions hit mm-hmm. us with compliments all of that stuff we love t-mail send us t-mail send it to us mm. So this T-mail is subject, a, list, a letter to your listeners. All right, now. Hey, womanist. <laughs> I like that opening because people always be trying to slip ladies in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, a good thing. That's hey, womanist. We like, like that. that. Y'all can like do that. that. Yes, cool beans, cool beans. Hope, hope it's been a good week with more highs than lows. It has been good with more highs than lows. Yes. Not for me, but okay. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> um first forgive me if this is not allowed okay but i'm hoping to reach out to your (laughs) listeners to see if any of them are black women in anthropology and it's four disciplines this is allowed there doesn't seem to be many of us currently i'm researching phd programs and i was set on doing this at an hbcu but it seems that none of them even have a standalone anthropology department there goes that dream and also this is a problem In addition to that, the enrichment programs are far and few, making it highly competitive, even though I doubt the selection pool is so grand. But even with my credentials, background, that's right, 
brush your shoulders off. Even with my credentials, background and experience, I'm constantly rejected with no advice on how to make myself a better candidate. Um, Parentheses, they don't want me to win. No, they don't, girl. It's a lonely road being the only black person. So I'm aggressively trying to help my community. I have resources and a knack for figuring out a plan of action. I went to a PWI that required advising every semester before you could register for classes. And not once did any of my quote unquote advisors ask me what my plan was. Maybe they didn't think this little black girl from Jamaica was going to stay in the field. Maybe it was full on racism or they just didn't think that fostering the mind of a POC to succeed in the field was worth their time. Well, it's worth mine. So if anyone is interested want some words of encouragement or resources, feel free to contact me on Twitter at BLK underscore Lara Croft. That's L-A-R-A-C-R-O-F-T. Or you can email Sasha at savedbysasha.com. That's S-A-S-H-A. And then she hit us up again and said, I may have forgot to mention this, but if there are others in the field that can offer guidance or help that is beneficial, that would also be helpful. Like I said, I'm hoping to be enrolled in a PhD program next year, and I don't know if I'll make it through with my sanity intact, especially if the ones in academia will be anything like the current white archaeologists I work with. What's the opposite of a spoiler alert? Because yes, they are trash. (laughs) The pool of anthropologists feels small, smaller in my specific branch, and sometimes you don't know where to search or who will respond to your innocent messages for mentorship because this wasn't something my school thought to mention, or at least to me, as I wonder why the hell didn't it register to me to attend an anthropology conference for that student discount. Thanks for reading this. Sorry if it's been wordy. Thank you, Sasha. Thanks, Sasha. Thanks for reaching out to our listeners. You can do this. If you are a black woman who's like looking for community and yeah. trying to do some shit this or whatever. This is the place to do it. Yeah. If you're a black person, you can do that. Uh, reach out to us and we're down to like read shit like this yeah so yes if you are a black archaeologist out there who wants to connect with sasha please do that shit yes please if you are in a field of some shit that that queen and jay don't realize are connected to anthropology fucking anthropology archaeology my bad (laughs) fucking reach out um to sasha or reach out to us and we'll pass it along to sasha because we really want to help um build community in this way for her community it's um i'm happy for her to pursuing a field Mm -hmm. where she does not see herself right that's something that i just am not able to do mm-hmm. um i don't see myself places and i'd be like i don't that's not for me yeah. or i digest it as i don't want to i don't want to go there mm-hmm. i don't want to go there. yeah like mm-hmm. that's generally how i digest it um and everyone knows i'm sciencey yeah. so it's just nice to see that this black woman decided that this is what i want to do and that's the direction i want to go even though it's mad fucking hurdles yeah like mad at them shits mm-hmm. all she wants to do is dig and find artifacts that's it that's it that's all she wants to do and y'all making it hard making it difficult what the fuck i do like the idea of going to an archaeology conference yeah um and connecting people with that way every time queen and i go to a conference we learn shit we meet people um so i think that that is helpful and perhaps if you missed the opportunity to get a student discount on that perhaps you could do a gofundme for that so that you can yeah, yeah I like or some that. other you can raise funds for right a con- like yeah start a gofundme mm-hmm. raise funds for like a conference year so put mm-hmm. a number on that like right. maybe 
look at three conferences you want to go to in 2019, mm-hmm. see how much that would cost for you, and then raise a GoFundMe to get that amount. Mm-hmm. And then next year, you're hitting up three fucking anthropology conferences. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like that. that plan, Jay. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, Include your flight and all that stuff. Yeah, yes. that mm-hmm. in there. And maybe you could go that way. I think that there are organizations that give black women grants to do stuff. Yeah. Um, And do stuff like that. So that's super cool. I don't know any of them, but I know, I don't know, I know they either. exist. But We're black people. We know it's a black auntie somewhere raising money to give she black got, She's standing somewhere shit. with a pamphlet. Hello. Outside. Hello. Right now. Trying to raise money for Sasha. Okay. She is. That's right. So, yeah. Look for those. Apply for them. Yeah. And um, I like the, that idea. Word. And once again, listeners, if you do know of any other black people in that field, mm-hmm. any ways, in, anything connecting her mm-hmm. to these spaces or organizations right. that can help her fund this stuff, definitely hit us up and let us know so we can pass this information on to her. If you are a white person. Yes. If you are any person. Say it. Who knows a white archaeologist. Yes. Okay. Because here's how racism okay. works. Okay. Let him. Let People him know. don't want to even, even if this is a, this is another thing that's like passive racism, like mm. unconscious. You don't even know that you're doing it. White person. Take that. Take that. People don't want to talk to black people that they don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You might not be quote unquote racist, but you might be less likely to go up to a black person and say, hi, I'm so-and-so than you would to your white counterpart yeah, or your white. Cause quote, racism unquote, peer. can't stop. Won't stop. It can't stop. Won't stop. Bad so if life. you, a bad boy for life. So if you are a white person, okay, who is an archaeologist or who knows an archaeologist who is works at a university and is cool with the person in the archaeology department, like that all too. of that shit, any of those things, right? Any, any of those things, Please reach out to us and we will connect you with Sasha. And then you can say to this white archaeologist that, you know, or white person in that field or white person who knows another white archaeologist. You can say, hey, I met this person through such and such. This is Sasha. This is what she's looking for. These are her credentials. Can I connect you to her? Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that person would have to be a ripe racist to be like, nah, no, we good over here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it takes another white person to make those connections. And that's one of those things that also helps to break down the divide of like inequity and like shit that and access yeah, right because totally. a lot of a lot of what we're lacking in terms of people of color and low-income folks is not our abilities but it's our access, access. it's our access totally. to shit yeah. because we have been blocked out of so many things strategically mm-hmm. intentionally institutionally that i don't know an archaeologist i you know and I, and i yeah. know that that's archaeology period is uncommon right okay so i know that not every white person knows a fucking <laughs> archaeologist all right i fucking get it but just but in still, general but still but still right but in still, general yeah. the likelihood of a white person knowing an archaeologist mm-hmm. is greater than that of a black but person it makes me think of science and it makes me think of how people and sciences how it kind of distributed racially so mm-hmm. like even when i was in school um science was projected to me on like either by nursing being Mm -hmm. a doctor occupation like doing stuff in a medical field but not the research side of science because you're not allowed to research exactly because you're a worker bee yes and you used to get work so that you can feed your family and take them out of the ghetto why would you research why would you research why would you take the time to like 
do a study and like do all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I like that's the side of science that wasn't marketed to me in that mm-hmm. way. It was like, oh my God, you're good at this. You're good at math. You're good at that. You should do this. So that you can be this type of worker bee. Yes. Mm-hmm. You Nothing know? wrong with being a worker bee. Yeah. But it's just your options. It's yeah. Not, you're and not you're presented me. with all the options. Exactly. Science right. is this big broad thing and so many things that you could be doing. Just because you're good at science doesn't mean you have to like mm-hmm. fucking be a doctor. But right. generally when black people or people of color no, I'm going to say black people are in science. They're funneled in that way mm-hmm. to the medical side of science and being in the medical field. When yeah. it's like, no, it's just so many things you can do. I remember I had a friend in college. She's not a friend anymore because I didn't. I dumped on my friends after college. Okay. She is a like a research biologist. Mm-hmm. But even when she said it, she's like, I think I want to do research science. I was like, what, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, right. no, I like lab work. I was like, I do too. But, <laughs> you know, it was just so fucking foreign to me because right. you're pushed to go in that other direction. And then you you do see yourself visibly in those directions. Mm-hmm. You don't really see yourself visibly in the other directions. Mm-hmm. Science is so broad that you can be doing like. Yeah. Not only shit. do you not see yourself, but like you said, nobody is saying, hey, this could be good for you. Yeah. This like, could be yeah, something you're that really you could good try. at lab work. Yep. Maybe you should like, you know, nope, you're a worker. <laughs> no one ever said that to me. I'm not really good at lab. I just enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But I spilled a lot of things okay. but <laughs> you know you, you know what i mean mm-hmm. right yeah so yeah mm-hmm. i live at my school i'm talking high school because i didn't pursue science <laughs> but did you have like 7 a.m labs and shit hell to the 7 a.m i, was I didn't go to, to regular be. high schools yeah so. so they didn't do that abusive type shit no they didn't you know there are studies us. that say like kids people who are high school age should not be awake at that fucking hour yeah you know what i'm saying but a lot of times schools do that especially in new york city is because the schools are so large and they have to just make sure that everybody gets whatever so they that days are extended like that because schools are just so fucking overcrowded mm-hmm. and shit i went to a hard. little ass school so like that our day was very yeah. like 8 mm-hmm. shit was violent yo violent that i used to hear about people talking about their fucking like third period lunch like how do you have lunch at third period it's still mm. fucking 11 <laughs> like, I don't remember what period or like 10 lunch. o'clock yeah i've yeah. yeah i've seen that and i'm like what the Abusive. fuck but it's usually because the schools are just so fucking large that they right. don't even have the space to like mm. adequately dictate your day yeah well thank you so much sasha for that letter also all right so trigger warning we're gonna discuss um suicide for a bit and before we close out the show so that'll be most of that discussion and if you want to turn it off and meet us closer towards the end then you can thanks and we'll put timestamps in the show notes so you know when to skip past this portion of the show perfect um i wanted to talk a little bit about um, Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. uh, who passed away recently, yeah. uh, he chose to end his life. And um, for anybody who doesn't know, Anthony Bourdain was a chef. He was considered to be kind of like a renegade chef. He, um, I think it was in the 90s, he wrote some book. I think it's called Kitchen Confidential. I'm not sure. I came to learn of him from his series on the Travel Channel before he was on CNN. Yeah. and. Yeah. Um, when he was like traveling the world and exploring different cuisines. And I thought something special about him was that he wants to sit and eat with your fucking grandma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Show bring me to the fucking grandma. Yeah. I don't want to go to the white restaurant who is appropriating a certain type of cuisine. Mm-hmm. I want to meet real people in real countries who, what do they eat at their dinner yeah, table? Like to the point, like I, I need a translator, like, right. cause I'm just going to be like, all in their element. Yes. Forget yes, my element. Right. 
I'm gonna be all in there. Yeah, shit. and I never felt like he was using or appropriating or yeah. um, sucking somebody dry mm-hmm. for whatever they have. I yeah. felt like he was really curious and interested in these different communities and different cultures. And you would learn. And I would learn mad shit. Yeah. And I saw places that I may never see in this life. He went to the Bronx. Yeah. He went to the Bronx. He went to Baltimore. Yeah. He went to, he went to, he fucked with places that black folks went to that he knew it wasn't for him to he appropriate. He ate crab cakes with Snoop yes. from The Wire. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Like, he came to the Bronx with fucking Jesus. Yeah. Okay, and ate at fucking Caribbean restaurants in the fucking Bronx, in mm-hmm. the Northeast Bronx, yeah. in the Caribbean Bronx. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, he he is on a short, short, short list of white men that I looked at his life and I was like, I could live a life like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could do yeah. that. I could do that. That's cool. I could do that. And I wouldn't feel fucking dirty yeah. afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? But anyway, so I bring him up because I think I don't have anything profound to say about um, end of life, what we call suicide. Um, but just that it could happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. It could happen to anybody. And... I think that when Kate Spade also committed suicide recently um, in terms of like celebrity wise folks. And I think that seeing others commit suicide can be triggering for folks who live with um, trying to stay alive Mm -hmm. and trying to survive and trying not to succumb to that. And I think it can be difficult when you see people who you relate to and who you connect with make that decision to take their life. And I think a lot of people say a lot of stupid stuff, you know? I think people, after suicides, after public suicides, I feel like it's a lot of people out here who feel like they have to say something. And I also want to remind people that you don't have to say something. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say what people should be doing or how people should be living or, um, I don't know. I think people should be, I would like for us to be more sensitive to that experience as a whole and i would like for us to stop the narrative of um people not being able to hack it and people not being able to like like the idea that maybe he just couldn't deal anymore Mm -hmm. you know we don't know we don't know Mm -hmm. maybe he just didn't fucking feel like it you know what i'm saying maybe he couldn't deal maybe he didn't feel like it whatever the case may be is people alive here who need attention, who need love, who need support. And that might not be enough to keep them alive. Yeah. Okay. Suicide happens to people and we have to do our best to take care of one another and to love one another while we're here. And if you want to tell people to get help, that's cool. You know, I guess get help. But there was somebody on one of my posts that day. I was feeling incredibly bummed Mm -hmm. like that death hit me harder than I was expect. I didn't expect to really feel much about like that, except that, oh, this is sad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it really bothered me. And that day on social, I was just like, oh, this is bumming me out. These are things that I'm going to do to lift my spirits today. And so I'm doing this, you know, take a walk, shake it off or whatever. And somebody popped onto that post and was like, 
Um, no, take a walk after you get help, after you get therapy, after you do this, after you do See, that. That's the stuff I didn't like. Right. Because I had, I was, there was lots of things I didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. And I have my own social media platforms. So I could like say those things for myself because I get using social media as a way to release. Yeah. So that's what, to me, that's what everyone was doing. Mm-hmm. But I would never get on someone else's post. This is their release. This is yeah. how you was releasing. This yeah. is how you was dealing with what was, what was going on mm-hmm. and how that affected you because regardless mm-hmm. of if you knew him or not it still affected you mm-hmm. and made you feel things mm-hmm. right so yeah. you did what you had to do yeah. to release that and to to um live through whatever you was right, feeling right why would someone jump on that and, and not, then tell you what to really, do and give you directives irritating. it was irritating and not only did i say that and release for myself but i said that because it caught me off guard that this was fucking with my day mm-hmm. they caught me off guard because sometimes when if you live with depression there are things that can like trigger an episode exactly you know what i'm saying so at the start of my day when i heard about that i didn't expect it to trigger an episode because Mm -hmm. it didn't it didn't happen to me Mm -hmm. he wasn't family you know what i'm saying it was just like this is some people take their life this is something that happens it's very sad i will get through this day i'll do my work i will whatever and then i'm sitting at my desk like yo what the fuck mm-hmm. what the fuck and so my post was also that if you're sitting at your desk feeling wild depressed like what the fuck this is a reminder this is what's bothering me today this is a celebrity so maybe this is also bothering you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. so you know let's get through it together yeah whatever it is and maybe you can't go to therapy that day you know what i'm saying Take a walk, drink some water, take your meds, whatever the fuck. So just that kind of, I didn't appreciate that kind of like telling people, dictating the way in which people handle their own Mm -hmm. grief or whatever it is that that was. Yeah. But anyway. For me, I had other issues with that, but because my issues were my own, I kept them to my own things. Like I wouldn't jump in someone else's pose. Mm -hmm. Um what were your issues? And that way, like, my thing was that I felt like a lot of the advice people was giving, for me, they weren't adequate tools. I'm a person who is very emotionally, my emotional IQ is low, I think, mm-hmm. when it comes to dealing with people. I, I, I can barely, I feel, I can, maybe the outside world is something different, but I can barely deal with um, lots of sadness, like, mm-hmm. or anger. Like, it's really hard for me to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So that alone, um you know, telling me to check in or blah, 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 blah. For me, is this not adequate tools for me? So for me, it was like, what are the other tools? Because like, when oh, I hear stuff. How people are saying, check in with your check friends, in and call do this, them and, and start or whatever. A, you know, and I'm just like, that's not enough tools for me. I need more tools. Like I, I get that. Mm-hmm. That is what is being said. Or maybe that's good advice for somebody else. But for me, that's, I need more sh- shit than that. Because what if mm-hmm. I do check on them and they do say, blah, 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 blah. What do I do after that? You know, like those mm-hmm. types of things. So it was like, I need more tools. But I wasn't going to jump on, let's say, if I saw your post, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say, well, I need more too. So do you have right. anything else? You know what I mean? Like, that's right. not, I have my own space to ask those questions and figure that out mm-hmm. and put that out there and see what people give back. But I'm not going to use somebody else's space to do that because mm-hmm. I'm confused and trying to figure something else out. You right, know, like, right, that's right, not right, something right, that right, right, right. I would do or would or even make sense mm-hmm. to do, mm-hmm. you know, especially mm-hmm. something that's so sensitive and touchy like i've experienced i've had a friend commit suicide so like for me it's like no i need shit like Mm -hmm. i need some things like telling me to check in or telling me to um 
checking on your strong friend. You know, like all of that language that was being mm-hmm. thrown around is not enough for me. Because right. that friend, you know, like, so f- for me, I need more than just you telling me to check in, you telling me to do self-care, blah, 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 because mm-hmm. I've actually experienced, I've actually had suicidal friends and actually had a suicidal friend who succeeded, mm-hmm. you know? So I need more tools. Um, but like I said, I'm not going to jump in someone else's space and say, well, maybe they should just go to, you know, like mm-hmm. do all of these other things because there's no right answer. Mm-hmm. And I know there's no right answer. I just yeah. know what to ask for, you know, like, yeah. okay, I hear y'all saying these things, but I, this person right here needs a little more than that. I need more tools than that mm-hmm. to figure that out. If I right. come in contact with the person who is suicidal or it's just suffering from depression or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that was my need. And what I noticed I needed when I seen all of the conversation coming out of that. Um, But I would never silence anybody because that need presented, that need presented itself to me within my confusion, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And then, I mean, I said, that's the other thing. It's just a reminder. You don't know what anybody is going through. So my post was like, I'm, I'm bummed out by this. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for certain people, they don't understand that that, that means I'm, I'm actually fucking depressed mm-hmm. and this is triggering an episode for me. Yeah. Um. So I, I think also that it's possible because we center ourselves in so many things and are not listening to one another, that it's possible that that person interpreted what I was saying like, oh, well, today sucks. I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. Splash which, some water which on my Which honestly face. What might be how I interpret it because I don't experience depression. Mm-hmm. Um. Or maybe I do and I don't right. know, you know, whatever. And I don't digest sadness in that way. Mm-hmm. I always divert it. You know, like, you know me, yeah. like I always kind of run away from that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to interpret bummed out the way you would. But mm-hmm. I know that everyone is different. So right. I'm not even going to just, why Which would I even interact with that? And is fucking perfect. jump you know, in your space with right. that. Why and would I do the, that? That's the other thing about it. That's perfect. Because honestly, when I posted that, it wasn't, it wasn't like I'm bummed out you know care for me talk but i know that other people who live with depression yeah hit me up like hey you okay or or yeah. no you know whatever mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but right because that's the other thing is that the language i don't i don't like necessarily saying on facebook yo this is triggering a depression i'm actually in a mental health group and there were people who were talking about it that way and i didn't have the tools to talk back to them, yeah. number one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the tools to express myself in that way there because because yeah. I don't medicate. So I really, I can't even really do this with you because yeah. I have to, the, the tools that I use are, require me to protect, kind of protect myself yeah. a mm-hmm. little bit. So I can't even really engage in this in this yeah. way. Um, so I think just to really be more sensitive to one another and our own personal experiences just because somebody says they're bummed out about something on facebook it doesn't mean that like oh what a bummer you know what i'm saying it could mean an actual fucking like depressive fucking Mm -hmm. episode yeah you know um so yeah that got a little weird but anyway i just wanted to acknowledge it um because i know a lot of people were affected by that death and by the um just suicide in general and at this age as like a grown ass, full ass adult, I think I'm just now coming to the terms with the fact that anybody could get it. Mm-hmm. You know, any that could happen to anybody. It's Robin season. It's fucking Robin season. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's not. It's not. Um, I think there are people who are still looking for answers. You mm-hmm. know, I yeah. was talking to somebody about it, 
and they were like, oh, well, yeah, you know, he, he, he used to struggle with addiction or yeah, he talked about, you know, having depressive episodes before or whatever. And to me, and I don't know, maybe I'm being, maybe I'm being weird, but it just felt like, it felt like people, everybody wants to answer. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what that, we don't know what that means. Yeah, I think I posted something like that where I was like, it's not for the living to know. Right. We're not, we're, we're, we're alive. Right. It's not for us to know. Just don't judge mm. and kind of like take it in however you need to, but no yeah. one has the answer. The person is gone. They cannot answer that question for mm. you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. yeah. It, Cause it, I mean, there are people who kill themselves who we don't know of a history of depression. We don't know. Of not a everyone who's committed suicide has had depression, has right. had addiction and all of these things. Right. You know, life is hard. Life is hard for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it's just like, you know, I don't know. It's, don't, as, it's as if people need a way to, um, distance not, themselves from it. That's yeah. sorry. That's my own self. Um, that, but, but I think not even that they need a, for them to resolve it in their mind, it has to be, you only commit suicide, suicide if something is wrong. Mm-hmm. So let's figure out what right, was wrong. Right. You know, and I right. used to think in that way, but I think, like I've said, I have experienced um, losing friends to suicide. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, they didn't want to live anymore. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like they felt that they were, you know, it was time for them to move on. And like, for if that's what they wanted, that is okay. Mm-hmm. And I kind of seen solace in that. Like, you know, that's yeah. how I, for me, have started to digest suicide. It has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't need to be centering myself in mm-hmm. that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's kind of how I digest. Yeah, it's that. a choice. And it does affect people who are still here. Mm-hmm. It does affect the living. Um, but it is that person's choice. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry if that was like not coherent but i didn't want to not mention it because it's it just i don't know so i was on my mind and um i think it's something surprisingly that like a lot of people of color felt felt this a lot let me tell you okay because my mom my mother Mm -hmm. don't give a damn about no white man dying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and my mom posted something on facebook that's real okay it's actually very real yeah my mom's a foodie yeah and that mm-hmm. man took her to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like my mom, like you never felt exploited, mm-hmm. never felt like distant from this person. Right, 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 right. Um, he was able to do that. So like if my mom wrote a post about a white man dying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. said something about who he represented um, to many of us right, right, um, right. through food and on television. Mm-hmm. All right, well, cheers to a real one. there's that cheers to anthony bourdain i think we did a show we did a show sorry to end on a somber sad ass note we could bring it back up we could bring it back up we could bring it back up bring it bring it back up i don't even know how to bring it down though because i drop below oh i drop below okay drop below right (laughs) so yes we have done a show please make sure to follow us on the social medias we are on twitter and and instagram that is at t with qj we are also on facebook and tumblr that is t with queen j search there and you know chill with us over there um you can send us t-mail at our email address t with queen j at gmail.com be sure to visit our website t with queen j.com hit that donation tab because we love it we love when y'all do that that's right you want to tell us where you're going to be on Saturday? Oh, yes. Thank you. You're such a great friend, friend. So this Saturday, I will be at the K 
Carefree Black Girl Cookout. Um, we have the link in the show notes. It is a free event. You can come through. It is at, they actually changed in location to Hubert Vaughn King Park. That is, it is still in Brooklyn. I will be there hosting a vision board table. You can make vision boards. And like I said last week, I am giving some Mix Vixen branded shea butter to the first 50 people that come to my table. 49. <laughs> so yes i love to see you guys there chat with you and all that jazz and all that jazz that is june 16th which is this coming saturday and i can't wait to see you guys there that's super exciting i'm gonna pass through for sure also don't forget that our juneteenth after work kickback is going down that is our juneteenth party our annual juneteenth celebration that's happening on tuesday june 19th at von bar from 6 to 10 p.m please be sure to rsvp we are um almost at capacity but we definitely want to see you there and our first 50 guests get a free drink yo so come through celebrate with us yo it's it's one of our favorite times of year and we want to see you there in the building also for my comic con type heads i'll be at women in comics con oh shit yes on june 30th in brooklyn i'll leave the link to that if it's up yet i will leave the link it should be up mm-hmm. i'll leave to the, the link to that in the show notes i'm going to be on a panel i think hopefully discussing uh, pop culture and journalism and shit like that Ooh, that's dope yeah so i'm super excited about that i may or may not be in cosplay either way i will be there you should kicking be. It in brooklyn. Yeah. you know when things get to be like you know i get anxiety she's gonna say i don't think i'm gonna do it and then she's gonna call her fucking <coughs> team She's gonna fucking Ronnie's walk into team. the walk into the event, my home looking boy. like Mystique or some shit. Yes, yes. Because she Ronnie, likes paint. She's, Ronnie, my one. She's man a painting team. ass bitch. I might, I might do paint. <laughs> Don't mystique me. Don't tempt me. See now. See now. I'm upset because I already had a plan. I do have one like that's like in the query or whatever. That's that's in the queue. Excuse me. I have one in the queue mm-hmm. that's ready to be debuted. Bring him out. Bring him out. I do like the idea of a full bring body paint <laughs> mystique now. Look, I just pictured a mis- Genesia mystique mm-hmm. talking about journalism mm-hmm. and how white supremacist patriarchal capitalism is fucking with our journalistic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ability to spread to the world. Yeah. And her contacts and um now I have to do blue it. face. Now I have to do it. <laughs> it might not be there, but now Mystique is definitely in the queue. But anyway, <laughs> so I'll be there. You all should definitely come out. I make a point. I mean, I'll be there of course, but I make a point to mention it because I do like looking for alternatives to the larger cons yeah. like Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And I think that that folks people of color we forget. This is also um while while it is women in Comics Con, it is headed by women of color. Regine Sawyer mm-hmm. is one of the founders of that mm-hmm. and She's a black woman. So, like, we're out here. We're doing stuff. We're yeah, getting it done. We're doing it. If you don't support the smaller cons, they will never become bigger cons. And then you end up getting conned. <laughs> Come with the fire. Hashtag universal fan con con. The fan con con. Anyway. Um, con 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 con. Con con con. <laughs> yeah. So, support the smaller cons. They are important. Yeah, that's that. Okay, cool hashtags now let's tell them where if you've been here this long yep. you're not supposed to subscribe subscribe to us on apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. i don't know what is it Castbox, google play soundcloud mm-hmm. stitcher there's lots of other places where you are listening to us yep. subscribe that's right let's make it real do it make it official Officia. we love you too just we make do. it official we do we do we do right. and um tell people about us hashtags hashtag black lives matter mm-hmm. say her name trans lives matter stop killing trans women Hashtag Juneteenth. Pay black women. 
Hashtag TBQJ. Hey, hashtag podding, hashtag podding live NYC. I don't know if we said that already. Hashtag pods in color, hashtag podcasts in color. Hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you. Hashtag listen to black women. Remember that eggplant hashtag? Hashtag (laughs) eggplant Friday. Was it eggplant Friday or Thursday? I think it was eggplant Friday. I don't know. I like that shit away from us with the quickness. That was good times. It was really a, a golden era. Yes. It was really a <laughs> it moment. Was. It was a moment in time. It was. And I lived for it and I looked for it. I yo. did too. Hashtag I... bring back Vine. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about all my internet woes. <laughs> I could have used the eggplant Friday this Friday. We could use it every Friday. Yes. They don't want us to they have They don't want nice us to things. be great. They don't no, want they it don't. to be great. Hashtag, but you will let a titty Tuesday live. You know what? They will. You know, mm, it's ridiculous. Me. Hashtag disability too white. Hashtag film dis. Hashtag, hashtag spoonie chat. Hashtag 4C for life. I just made that up. Damn. <laughs> hashtag hashtag Marsha's plate. Yes. Hashtag, hashtag queer walk. walk. Hashtag inner whole uprising. uprising. Hashtag unpack BG. Mm-hmm. All the bumbleclad hashtags, yo. All right. Thanks okay. for listening. Let's get out of here. Bye. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Get up. Just see them coaches. Ain't got no job. I stay shy. I stay shy. I can't pay my rent. I can't pay my rent. my money spent. But that's okay. Because I still fly. Get your car off of coffee, gems on shine Get a mink, baby girl, let's ride let's You ride. the number one star, we gon' glide And go straight to the mall and tear down the inside That ride of Gucci, full-length leather